Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger. Greetings. I offer these podcasts freely and your support of listening, rating, and reviewing really makes a difference. So thank you for your continued five-star reviews, which help other soul-centered entrepreneurs find us. We begin the new year with a month of episodes that were crowd favorites and top downloaded last season. Consisting of both interviews and monologues, they're inspirational, timeless, and sure to further your entrepreneurial journey. So please enjoy this encore presentation, my friends. Welcome to the cafe, Wealthies. Well, grab a cup of something yummy, healthy, sit back and prepare to be inspired. Today, we're going to talk about the Zen of entrepreneuring with an autoimmune condition. Now, I will tell you that more than 25 years ago, when I was diagnosed with the first of two autoimmune conditions, I swore that I would never become the poster child for those conditions. And so I don't talk about them a lot. I just go about my business and I manage my day and I manage my health, my well-being, and my centeredness as an entrepreneur. But it seems to me that lately, many of my clients who are facing autoimmune conditions and dealing with them and also entrepreneuring have had a lot of questions that they want answered and they really would like to hear from me. So in the spirit of one of the things I will talk about in a little bit of transparency and authenticity, I'm going to share a little bit about my journey as we weave this, but more what I'm going to share about is truly what I believe is the Zen of entrepreneuring with an autoimmune condition. Let me um, begin with this. There's basically five tips, five secrets that I'm going to share with you today along these lines, and I'll probably do more at some point. And I also teach a course on this, so I'll tell you more about that at the end. The first thing I want to say is that it's important that we adopt the sage perspective on this. And what might you say is that? Well, if you've been listening to me a while and you know that my work also embraces the work of Shirzad Shamin, who wrote the book Positive Intelligence, and the one piece of the philosophy there is the sage perspective as opposed to the inner saboteurs. And the sage perspective in life is that everything can be turned into a gift and an opportunity. Now that one, my friends, is a hard nut to swallow for some people. So take it slow. Everything can be turned into a gift and an opportunity. Now that does not mean that in the instant something happens, that you'll be able to turn it into a gift or an opportunity. And it doesn't mean that the thing itself is what's going to become the gift or opportunity. It might mean that you extract from the situation, the gift or the opportunity. For example, you've heard the story, the woman whose child got killed by a drunk driver who then went on to found Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Would she say that there was a gift in her daughter's death? Absolutely not. But what she did do was she extracted from that situation anything that it could take to motivate her, and it did, to help other people from 
not having to deal with the same thing she did. And it became a motivator for Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Now, there are people who face a particular situation and they extract from the event motivation to do something completely down another channel. Somebody, for example, suffers the loss or the death of a loved one, and they don't turn that person's death into a gift and an opportunity in and of itself. They say, okay, I'm going to take all of the emotion, all of the angst I'm feeling, and I'm going to do something positive with this. And I'm going to, whatever that is, run a marathon. I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to take that energy and I'm going to transform it. So that's really what this first step is all about. This first secret, when you are entrepreneuring with an autoimmune condition is to ask yourself, what can I extract here? How can I transform this into a gift and an opportunity? In particular, you might ask yourself, what superpower is this helping me develop? And I know, depending upon where you are in your journey, either if it's recent or if you've had a challenge for the while, you are in process or have already developed a superpower. I can guarantee you. And in my world, there are five sage powers. We're going to talk about just two of them. This is all a subset of my sage perspective, secret number one. For me, and I'll share the two I'm going to share with you, the superpower that the autoimmune situations helped me develop is the superpower of empathy. Now, was I empathetic person already? Yep. But guess what? It helped me become and have more empathy for myself. So there you go. Is it a superpower to have empathy for yourself? Absolutely. So that if something goes wrong in your business, you don't beat yourself up. What you do is you have empathy for yourself. You pick yourself up and you move forward. You extend empathy for yourself when your autoimmune situation is having you have a down day or a quiet day when that wasn't really what you had originally planned. Extending empathy to yourself becomes a superpower. There's also the superpower from my perspective and from me, the power of innovation. And that is how can I find creative ways to get things done that I might not be able to do either due to this autoimmune situation or something related? How can I find an innovative way to still get it done? Right. So the power of innovation, it, these are both looking at your autoimmune situation as a gift or an opportunity for you, whether it's a gift in and of itself, or you extract the gift of empathy or innovation or any of the other three gifts that I talk about in my longer course. But today I'll just talk about those two. So first thing, the Zen of entrepreneurship, adopt the sage perspective when it comes to your autoimmune situation. And I just want you to be with that. That in and of itself may be all that you want to listen to today. Stop here, hit pause, go take a day and really consider that. What's the gift and the opportunity here? That does not mean you're saying, oh, yippee skippy, I'm really glad that this came my way or I would do it all over again. That has not happened for me and nor do I expect that it will. It's not in my wheelhouse to even want that. It's just to say, I will do the darn best I can with what's here and I'll look for the gift and opportunity in it. And believe me, I have. I took all of the fear and the worry and the apprehension in the very beginning. I took that energy and I then decided I was going to write a book because that's what I always wanted to do. And I was not going to let 
the autoimmune situation get in my way and stop me. I don't know what you're going to do with yours, but I will tell you there is a gift and there's an opportunity. So that was number one. Number two, I want you to be thinking about your drainers and your chargers. You're an entrepreneur and you know what drains you and what charges you. And for all of us, it's different. What drains me, let's say crunching numbers, might charge somebody else. Perhaps that's an entrepreneur who does accounting or bookkeeping. And yet, on the other hand, what drains someone else, maybe doing podcasts, which happened to be a charger for me, might drain somebody else. So make a complete list as much as you can of your drainers and your chargers in your entrepreneurial journey, what drains you and what charges you. And then what you want to do is you're going to aim to have more chargers in your day, maybe 80% of your day to be chargers. Does that mean things won't drain you? No, there's an autoimmune condition going on. I will tell you, you know, and I know there will be things that drain you. Even when normally they might be a charger for you, if you overindulge in them, they become a drainer. We know that. So excess time on something that was a charger could even become a drainer. And so the things to think about within this are, can I delegate my drainers? Can I give them to someone else? And who? Or use your power of innovation to find a sage way of doing whatever was draining. And I'll give you an example of that. In my world, if you've been listening to me a while, and even if you haven't, when we quote, come to our senses, unquote, meaning get back to the present moment, or in the positive intelligence world, we call it a PQ rep, a positive intelligence rep, like at the gym, when we come to the present moment using our senses, our sense of smell, our sense of taste, our sense of touch, when we use any one of our five senses and we come to the present moment, we can turn a draining situation into something at least a little more charging. might not be completely, but let me give you an example. I don't particularly love to write my newsletter. I do it, but I have to put my hands on the keys and type that thing away. So how do I turn it into a charger? I use the moment to do a PQ rep to come to my senses with the sense of sound because that one works for me. So I pay attention while I'm doing it to the sound of my fingers on the keys or the sound of shuffling the papers around with the notes on it that I wrote or the sound for a minute, close my eyes outside my window, the sounds, or the sound of my own breath. When I take a minute during the draining activity to tune in to sound and come to my senses that way, it re-energizes the activity for me. So I don't know what sense it would be for you. Maybe it's smell and you take a moment and you smell what's in the air. Maybe it's touch and you rub your fingers over that piece of paper or those that keyboard. I don't know what in my uh, spirit of disclosure here, I'm going to take a drink of water. I don't know what it will be for you with your sense to come to the present moment, but I will tell you that one of your five senses is the key for you to come to the present moment of simply noticing as my very favorite author on the planet, Rick Carson writes in his book, Taming Your Gremlin. Simply notice what smells in the air, what cool breeze is on your cheek, what taste is in your mouth. Simply notice, come to the present moment and get back into that thing that was draining you if you weren't able to delegate it and make it a game, gamify it. 
as we say, and that my friends will help you begin to shift something that's a drainer into possibly more of a charger if you weren't able to delegate it. But that all started with tip number two, which was first list your drainers and chargers. Then three, you're going to go ahead and do something to transform it, either delegating it or coming to the present moment. So those were really steps two and three or secrets two and three. And secret four is to be authentic with your clients. You're an entrepreneur. You have clients somewhere, somehow you have clients. You're an entrepreneur. Be authentic with them. And that does not mean wine and oh, poor me, et cetera. But it might mean needing to say the truth of what's so, which is, you know, I know we had an appointment this afternoon and my physical health is calling me to take a nap right now. And I need to do that instead. I need to reschedule without apology. I needed a drink of water just then. Had nothing to do with autoimmune, but I told you I'm human. We are human. And that authenticity with clients is so helpful. And people understand you are entrepreneuring, which is a major feat in and of itself. And you're doing it with an autoimmune condition or two or three. Bless you. Be authentic with that, which does not mean wine. It just means simply state what's so, and then hush and take care of business. Which brings me to the fifth secret of the Zen of entrepreneuring with an autoimmune condition. And that is make your self-care your top priority. Make feeling good your top priority. As author Rick Carson would say in Taming Your Gremlin, make feeling good your top priority. In this case, make your self-care your top priority as an entrepreneur. Eat well, sleep well, stretch well, move well, meditate well, and put space in your day. Because I think that that tends to be the number one way I see entrepreneurs with autoimmune conditions having a challenge is that they tend to pack their day back to back to back to back with appointments, et cetera. And the gift and opportunity for you here is that's not good for any of us, anyone with or without an autoimmune condition. It's not good. We need space. So put space in your calendar and in your day, space for a five minute stretch, space for a sip of water, space for a walk around the office, space for a breath of fresh air, space for you. So you're going to eat, you're going to sleep, you're going to stretch, you're going to take care of movement, and you're going to make self-care your top priority. Those, my friends, are secrets to entrepreneuring from a state of Zen, from making it a gift or an opportunity. And there are people who jump and dive deep into the deep end of the entrepreneurial journey who come to find out as they go along that they needed to do this anyway, despite whether or not they have an autoimmune system that has an autoimmune condition. So those are the five tips and five things, five secrets that I want you to remember. Take the sage perspective, go ahead and make your list of drainers and chargers, turn them into things that are more engaging by either delegating them or coming to the present moment. Be authentic with your clients and then make your wellness and your self-care your top priority. 
That's it for today, Wealthies. I will do more on this topic, I promise. And I also want to invite you to take my eight-week course where we dive deeper. And that course is the Zen of entrepreneuring with an autoimmune condition. Always remember, Wealthies, that success is in your nature and true wealth starts from the inside out. All of the information from today's show, including a link to get my entrepreneur's toolkit where you'll be on my mailing list and hear about the next dates for my entrepreneuring workshops, especially the one on the Zen of Entrepreneuring with an Autoimmune Condition, will all be in the show notes. I really want to thank you for spending your quiet moments today with me listening to this podcast. I look forward to talking with you next week. I'll continue more in this arena if I hear from you. And you can always email me at tapwitherica at gmail.com and let me know what resonated with you, what you have questions about, and what you want me to chat more about when it comes to this topic. Have a great week. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart. Follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneur's Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.